from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Hey, welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here on Business Radio, and we are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, channel 132. It's Thursday noon Eastern. You can call us live right now at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA program for executives right here in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter, and Dream Team is here in studio, ready to take your calls, and you are going to want to call today at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866, because if you're looking to advance your career, grow your business, or maybe you have another burning networking question, you are tuned in on the right day, because today in studio, we welcome Kelly Hoey, author of Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World. Kelly is an author, speaker, investor, and fast company named Kelly in the list of the 25 smartest women on Twitter, and I can attest that is absolutely true. We're excited to have her here on Career Talk to share her wisdom and the strategies for success with our listeners. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you for having me, and uh, I'm glad you brought up that accolade, because that's truly why I went to law school, so that I could (laughs) excel on Twitter. I well, you do. I have to say, you are you're a master at Twitter. You were giving me some tips before the show because I am I am learning, and I'm and you have just mastered it. But but even even better than that, your book, which I will say, and all of our listeners know that I am super like like passionate about networking and how it changes your life. And I mean, this is the book that if I wrote a book on networking, I would write. And I I want everybody listening to to take notice because you've used these tactics for your success. And there's so many truths in this book. And I was reading it and I'm like, yes, yes. Like, I'm like, wow. Um, And one of my favorite that I just want to start with, Kelly, is, is stop random acts of networking. What are random acts of networking? Think of yourself in a situation, it's probably an event, and you're looking around and you're thinking, who thought this was a good idea for me to attend? And that, to me, is a random act of networking, when you don't know why you're doing something. Mm -hmm. So that planning, that preparation, that understanding, and when I say knowing why you're doing something, that could be curiosity. It could be discovery. It could be hearing a speaker. But if you're standing there awkwardly thinking, I don't know what to say, why am I here? Who thought this organization, this event, this group, this meetup was a good thing to go to? Not understanding why you're doing something, that to me is a random act of networking. And I think we all do random acts of networking because we convince ourselves that maybe I'll meet somebody who does this or maybe, you know, I should be doing more networking. So I've been invited. I'm going to show up. But I didn't do any research before. I don't really know who's going to be there. And I, I think those are some signs that, you know, is this is this a good use of your time? Um, it, one of the things you point out in your book is that the key to getting anything done is people. And I think that is so true. And regardless of, I mean, your book is phenomenal. And it, the, the way to get it out there is through the people you know. I mean, mm-hmm. you can have a phenomenal product, book, business, idea, and you know, the way to make it grow into something that's meaningful is your network. Tell, explain how that has worked for you, Kelly. Well, I mean, you think about it like an idea without a network is just an idea. Uh, you talked on your most recent show. I was listening in and on um, job applicants. You know, you, you apply online. But even Google, as I mentioned in my book, for a job that came up, they said you may be interested in. And so I sort of was like, let me see what their online process is like. And then what did they say? They said, oh, by the way, do you know anyone here? Because even they want those people connections, even if you're using technology and an online application process. No, everything in my career can only be explained because of other people and see them seeing my potential and what I could do. It's how do you mean, how do you explain, you know, a lawyer from Victoria, British Columbia ends up, you know, in New York City as an author. And one of the things, and I think I'm known for the expression, stop committing random acts of networking. But the other one I always say to people is we live in an era that's not who you know or what you know. 
It's who knows what you know. So that sharing with other people what you're interested in, what your skill set is, where you envision yourself taking your career, your idea next, so they can connect it with other people and opportunities to make it happen. And I think... I think the the story of how you are sitting across from me in the studio is exactly one that that shows how this works. That once you make that connection, and then you make the next connection and the next connection, and that's how things happen. So, I mean, how you're sitting in the studio is a an expert recruiter was listening to the show, was supportive of the show, and, and tweeting, and we we got to meet and invited him on the show. He brought, uh, he introduced me to Marty. Um, so it was Bob introduced me to Marty Wolf, who had me on his radio show, who brought me your book and said, you've got to meet Kelly. And Kelly, now you're on the show. And we're all, we're all connected. Shout out to Marty. Shout out to Marty and Bob. Bob and Marty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were on a few weeks ago, if you want to listen to the Bob and Marty show. Um, but this is how it happens. And, and people are always asking, you know, how did you get where you are how did you get to this level and what i think sometimes people miss are the multiple steps that that got them there you know how how did you get here well it's it's not a one word answer it's usually a multiple chain so i'm going to ask listeners just for a second as you're as you're you're thinking about this think about some of the best things in your life think about some of the connections you have now and really trace back where did those start because i bet that a lot of the things you have, a lot of the places you've gotten, a lot of the accomplishments in your life, you have a network of people who helped get you connected to those. And that's what we're here to talk about today, to teach you to do that strategically so it's not a random act of networking. And hey, if you've got a question for Kelly, today's the day, Thursday, noon Eastern, we are live at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So let's talk about how people can come up with a strategy because I often hear clients say to me, I, I, you know, they come to me when they have a, a job in mind. Oh, I want to get a job here. And, you know, oftentimes that's a little too late to start the networking. Mm-hmm. So we've associated networking with a job search. And I think we need to disassociate that. Sure, that's one of the benefits that can come out of it. But let's disassociate it from that. How, if you're not looking for a job, would you even start to network if it's not part of your daily life? I mean, you're hitting on it. Networking has got this bad rap. Um, and we do associate with a job search, like a, a situation of need, or we need more sales. So it's, you know, um, if people could see us. We're not, you know, we're on radio, so they can't see the way I'm like, you know, kind of the slimy hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, ew, yeah. Like, we, you know, we, we, and I think that's that really icky feeling that we get in because mm-hmm. we're, we're in need. And what I really want to challenge people to do and, and do with the book is rethink what networking is as an activity. It's everything you do every single day. So instead of thinking, oh, my God, I have to meet new people and I'm going to have to talk to strangers and I have to undertake this icky activity, stop and think about what you do daily or weekly. And are there ways you can do things better and and engage with people, whether it is, you know, the, the we're sitting here in Wharton. So whether it's your students or your professor or you're an alum, how are you engaged? Is it how you're talking to your personal trainer or, you know, the other parents when you drop your kid off at school? How you're involved in your community, your church, professional organization? Can you send a better email? Like if you start looking at those little acts, those micro networking acts, and you can start doing those better and if you start looking at as everyone who you're connecting with is likely having, you know, an opportunity to help you if you're helping them, you can understand and see that networking isn't really this awkward, icky thing. It's really how you conduct your life on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. It's not transactional. It's relational. And and you already have relationships. You already right. have people in your life you're talking to every day. So if you're feeling like, ah, I don't have time for this, think about where you're already spending your time and ask yourself this question. Do the people I spend the most time with understand my interests, understand the value I bring to the job that I do, understand that I, I would like to change jobs. I mean, it's funny, we were just talking before the show and I had asked you, you know, what's your what's your big goal for, for this year, Kelly? And the reason I'm asking you is because I'm thinking, how can I help Kelly? Like, you know, how can I? And when you start to talk to people and, and with that mindset, 
you start to, to hear all kinds of ways that you can help you. Maybe it's just that they're going on vacation and you can recommend a great hotel or you can recommend a great re- restaurant. I mean, it could be these little, like you said, micro networking things. And then maybe you share what you do and all of a sudden they're like, wow, I never really understood right. the work you do. And I know somebody who you should talk to. And, and you're absolutely nailing it on the head. And one of the things we also do, and I think about this, particularly with people who are in a job search, we, we isolate who we talk to and we don't think we know anybody. And, and we I like to call it sort of the just category. Oh, it's just the people in my church group or it's just, you know, the other moms at daycare drop off or it's, you know, just my, you know, whoever. And we don't share what our dreams, ambitions, challenges are in a way that brings them into a conversation. And one of my friends did this. He's, he's in wealth management and he was talking to his personal trainer. And he said, this is what I'm doing. And the personal trainer stopped and said, you know, there's someone I should probably introduce you to. It's another one of my clients. Mm -hmm. Ended up being the linchpin introduction that just unraveled a world of new opportunities. And he can trace it exactly to that conversation. So that's the other thing, just to be able to say, like, hey, share share what you're going through with, with people in your life. Like, okay, you don't want to be like the Facebook cranky pants who's, you know, always posting like how miserable your life is, but to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm hoping to do, or this is what I'm, I'm looking to transition into. And if you're thinking, oh, well, it's just my hairdresser. Well, who else are their clients? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> one of the best ones, your hairdresser, your dentist. I mean, think of people who, who like see multiple clients a day from all backgrounds, industries, locations. I mean, these individuals are talking. I mean, that's, that's the most annoying thing where your dentist is like, how was your summer? And you're like, how can I speak to you with with all of these tools in my mouth. But anyway, that's an aside. Um, but but they are speaking to these people all day long. And you don't know if you share something that something might click. Right. Like every week I say to people, have right here, right now, what is it that you need? And, and that ability to be specific and that ability to be able to say to people, here's what I'm looking for. And not be afraid of, of like going for that bullseye. It gives whomever you're talking to and it gives your network like something to aim at and also a radius to work out from. Mm-hmm. If someone emails and says, hey, I'm looking for a job. Well, are you looking for a professorship at Wharton or are you looking for Walmart? Like, I, I like, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. And you put a stress and a strain and an inability for someone in your network to actually do something for you. But if you nail it exactly what you want, they then have this, like I said, this radius. Think like bullseye. They then can move out from there and say, oh, well, gosh, I don't know if I can get you a job at Wharton, but, you know, how about Drexel or how about, you know, University of Toronto or whatever it may be? They can they can give you something that at least relates to what your interest is. Mm-hmm. You're just tuning in. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM channel 132. We are here with the dynamic Kelly Hoey, who has written the book that I would have loved to have authored, Build Your Dream Network, Forging Powerful Relationships in a Hyper-Connected World. And I'm just, I'm just kind of giggling to myself, Kelly, because you've got two people in the studio who are like uber excited about networking and um, just gushing about it. And I'm, I'm sure there's people listening saying that those, those two women have to get off the drugs. But um, I, and I think about how much networking has changed my life. And, and, you know, one of the things that's interesting in the book that I want to talk about is you have a lot of stories in your book that, that about people who are successful because of primarily networking. And many of them are like me, self-defined introverts. So so share a little bit about that. That was a amazing aha moment for me because it was the, you know, go back to my first career, the bad lawyer asked didn't ask the question. Um it didn't even think cross my mind in, to, in interviewing and writing these case studies to ask people their personality type. I was looking at their intentionality. I was looking from their starting point to where they are now and asking them to unpack it. And I believe that that people in this day and age, with everything that is going on, demands on our time, demands on our attention, that those who are more intentional, considerate, purposeful, and deliberate in how they use their time, how they ask other people for time, how they request information, are much better at building the kind of strong networks and relationships you need to cut through the noise and succeed in this day and age. 
Mm-hmm. And one of the things I want to tag onto that you said, Kelly, because I want to bring this home for listeners who who are still feeling like networking is an abstract concept. I mean, it is an abstract concept, even even sometimes to me. Like I, I get that I'm doing it and I'm I'm always thinking about it, but it, it is abstract. But here's one thing you can do: you can know, think about what is a goal you have for this year. What is something you want to accomplish? Whether it's it's personal goal, professional goal, something you want to learn, somebody you want to meet. Uh, think about that. And so when, when when somebody has a conversation with you, you have that ready. You don't you don't have to think about, huh, I really I don't know. I don't know what I need. Because you said this so well, Kelly, that you know, when somebody asks you, people want to help you, but you have to give them something specific. Right. You can't just say, I want a job. You you have to go deep. You can't just say, well, I'm looking for, uh, you know, a new apartment. Well, where? Well, what? How much? You know, you need to you need to give them specifics. And when you do, chances are Somebody's not going to have an apartment in their pocket, but they can introduce you to somebody who might be able to help you take the next step or the next step. And and that's what you need to do. You really always be prepared for that question. Always. Plant the seed. Mm-hmm. Plant the seed that they may not have what you need right there at that very moment, but they could have it a week from now. They could have that aha moment. Oh, gosh, I know who I can introduce mm-hmm. them to or I know which resource I can send to them. I know how I can you know help them out. Um so you got you got to plant that seed. And, you know, sort of thinking back to the question and, and the conversation on introverts, you know, when people are thinking, oh, God, how are introverts or how can I be a better networker? Can you be a better mentor? Can you take an interest and control in your own professional development? I made amazing connections during a career transition because I realized the gaps in my resume to to get, you know, had the, this very hyper-specific um, goal of, of getting a job in professional development in a law firm. I'd been a, a practicing attorney for 11 years and decided I wanted to flip to the management side. Realized I had these glaring gaps in, in my resume that where people were going to ask the question you know, in, in an interview, hey, Kelly, you've never, and I could say, no, I haven't, but that's why I'm doing this. And I'm an amazing diverse network by taking you know classes through an executive program uh, in New York. So, you know, Doing those things to me are all part of networking, your own professional development, your ability to help other people reach their goals, and then continually looking ahead. What's the next thing? How how am I sort of, I'm going to say, keeping this garden growing mm-hmm. rather than saying, oh, God, I got to plant some seeds. You know, I need to harvest it yesterday. And Kelly, I think that's why introverts actually have an advantage over networking because as you're talking, what I'm realizing is that a big part of it is self-reflection. You need to understand what you're looking to do, how somebody can help you, and you know, be thinking about these things. And it's, it's, it's planning and it's really understanding what, what is my ask? Who, who do I need to reach out to? And so I think introverts can, can really tag into that. Yeah. 844-WHARTON, 844 942-7866. We're here with Kelly Hoey, the author of Build Your Dream Network. And we're talking all about how you can build your dream network. And one of the key things we're talking about is moving it away from a transactional activity that's associated with the job search um, and, and making it a way of life. So in your book, Kelly, you talk about networking being everything from your outgoing voicemail message to your email signature and that, that all these things are networking. What do you mean by that? I would say it's it's if we can take networking out of that transactional mindset and realize that every touch point we have now can further and develop a human relationship and deepen or start it can make that first impression or it can reinforce a first impression if someone says hey gosh you know Dr. Don, you got to meet Kelly. What's the first thing you're going to do? You're probably going to go and look at my LinkedIn profile. That's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I'm sitting there, you know, got a profile headshot that's, you know, me slouched on a sofa or, you know, worse, it's not there and it's half-filled information, what's your impression of me? So that idea for me of of what is your network, how are you building it? It's kind of like brand, mm-hmm. like you know, people talking about personal branding. How are you engaging with other people? How are you giving them information so they know something more about you? And so if you start looking at all of those touch points, you can see like, you know, the multiple points to, you know, I would say the seven touch points to a sale or what was the old expression, you know, that can now be an email signature line, a, you know, a LinkedIn message, all of those different things. So, you know, take advantage and, and rather than being scared 
by networking, realize you're doing it already. Mm-hmm. Just do it better. That, yeah. Okay, I want to tag on to that because I know there's a lot of people are out there saying, I'm exhausted listening to you talk about networking. This seems impossible. This is not how I want to live my life. It feels, it doesn't feel genuine. It it feels fake. Um, It feels like I I would have to be thinking about this all the time. And I, um, I, you know, on the one hand, Yes, because I equate it to to health. Like, for example, sure, you're going to have to exercise a couple times a week. You're going to have to drink water. You're going to have to do these things. I mean, your, your body doesn't say once a month you can have a healthy day and it's going to be fine. It It is kind of a regular thing. But when you work it into your schedule like that, all of a sudden it doesn't become an extra thing. It just becomes part of what you do. So a couple of, of, of take-home points I want to make sure you didn't miss if you're just tuning into Career Talk. So one, you could do this today. Get your LinkedIn profile set up. Know your goal. Know what you're trying to accomplish in the next year. It doesn't have to be a job. It might be. It doesn't have to be a promotion or anything to do with, with that. But it could be something personal. It could be somebody you want to meet. It could be something you want, you've always wanted to do or travel to. Think about your goal and then then start talking to people about it. Just start talking um, and and see what happens. The other thing that you point out in your book, Kelly, is strategic curiosity. And I love this because I think this is how I internalize networking is, okay, here's a person that I'm, I'm, you know, in a in a room with in a meeting with at a you know what what are you doing? What's your goal for this year? What have you been up to? But getting deeper than the hey, how are you? And an understanding, because strategic curiosity, you'd be shocked at how much we all have in common when we dig below the surface. Right. And, and you know, I say thinking and, and taking the train down from New York City this morning, I was uh, rereading the first section in the last chapter of Tom Peters' book, the newest book, The Excellence Dividend, chapter on leadership where he devotes an entire section to listening. And I think that's where that strategic curiosity comes in. And how can we be interested in other people? Because if we're interested in other people, chances are they're going to be interested and want to help us. Mm-hmm. Or you can just eliminate the fact that they might be jerks and you can say, why am I barking and, and, and up that tree? Because they're never going to help me anyway. Right. And, and so often I think, you know, we sort of danced around this. This idea of networking is, you know, having the gift of the gab and being the life of the party. I am neither, by the way. N- neither am I'm I. I'm not even invited to parties, you know, to be listen, honest with you. You know, awkward, <laughs> awkward family dinners and gatherings, you know, good to have the person who's the gift of the gab to keep the conversation going. But do not confuse that with being good at networking in the world we live in today. I think someone who is a really fierce listener, to borrow from Tom Peter's book, a really fierce listener is a far better networker. Ask some great questions. Talk to other people about what they're interested in. Make the connections between what they're doing and you're doing. See how you can help them. Because, again, most people are going to turn around and want to help you. Mm-hmm. 844-Wharton, 844-942-7866. You're listening to SiriusXM Channel 132. This is Career Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. And hey, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Don Graham. We are here with Kelly Hoey, the author of Build Your Dream Network, among many, many, many other accomplishments that uh, were a product of networking. And we're sharing these tips with you so that you can build your dream network to get you to your goals, whether they're personal or professional, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So one of the other things that I love, we're in this world of um, you know, Twitter and, and Facebook and all of this stuff going on, and you you talk about the online social media and you talk about liking, reposting, and tweeting and all of these things as acts of generosity in the, in the new way to network. So... Talk about how people can can use this to further their network. I think of online as no different than in real life. It's it's just all human communication. So for me, LinkedIn is the office, Facebook, Instagram, more sort of friends and family, and Twitter is the great cocktail party. And so you think about something like Twitter. And you and I are sitting here across from each other and I'm talking and you're nodding. How is that different than a like? How is that different than, you know, favoriting something? It's the to me, it's the same thing. It's acknowledging what someone has said. Mm -hmm. I see what you said. I hear you. I get it. 
I agree with you. It's to me, it's the same thing. A like, a favorite, a retweet is someone you know. Think about a cocktail conversation where you look at something. God, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Hey, did anyone else hear what Don said? You know, I think this is a great point. We should talk about it mm-hmm. some more. To me, that's that's that human activity of. You know, and isn't at the end of the day, you know, with networking, we want to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. We want to be appreciated. We want to be recognized. We want to not feel so alone and vulnerable. And so some of those tools that, you know, the tech giants have put in there to make their platforms sticky and make us stay there, I think are really grounded in that, you know, that very Neanderthal, you know, human brain of ours that still is looking to, you know, are you a friend or foe? Will you accept me? You know, can I come into the tribe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I mean, to your point, when I mean, I post a lot on social media because I want to share content and I want to share information. I want to share other people's content. And it does feel good when somebody likes it or acknowledges it. But you also um, point out in your book something that I really like that uh, somebody, uh, Frank Kimball, I think, yes. said, until you take the final step of connecting personally old school, the network is incomplete and useless. And interestingly, you could have done this show from New York and called in, but you chose to come down. Yep. So you're living that. So, mm-hmm. so share more about that. Well, I think it's it's still this idea that our, you know, I want to say our our humanity comes from making real connections. And we need to make eye contact. Now, in one case with a friendship that started on Twitter, the first eye contact was was a Skype. And it was after having a banter and a conversation for some time. When we got on a Skype, it was like reconnecting with an old friend. Um, I have developed an extraordinarily wonderful friendship and mentorship with the author Tom Peters, which started seven years ago Mm -hmm. or eight years ago at this point on Twitter. And you can kind of get to know someone, but until you actually sit down. And when I first met Tom in person, when he was in New York City doing some pre-prep work for the Excellence Dividend, it was like it was a seamless like seriously don it was it was like the conversation that we'd been having on twitter for some time just you know more than 140 or 280 characters mm-hmm. and and you know that's so 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 when you're using those technology when you're using those platforms and i don't care if this is a text this is yammer this is think of email you know all of those kinds of things Remember, there's a human being on the other side, and you're talking to a human. I'm not chatting on Facebook. I'm, I'm connecting with, and put a name and a face, and picture yourself in that environment and with that person you're with, and communicate that way. You're listening to Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132. We're here with Kelly Hoey, the author of Build Your Dream Network. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and we're going to go to Jenny in Arizona. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Dr. Don. What's on your mind today, Jenny? Um, So I am in the middle of a career transition out of the field of counseling and teaching at the college level into something completely different, and I don't know what that is, and I listen to people talk about transferable skills, and I feel like my degree and my career has been so specific that I don't transfer into much else. Oh, I know that's not true. You know, Jenny, we love switchers on this show, so much so that I wrote a book about it. Um, <laughs> so, okay, how long have you been teaching, Jenny? 11 years. 11 years. And so when you think about what you want to do next, I want you to, to not necessarily think about what can I take from counseling and teaching. I want you to, to kind of wipe the slate clean and say, Based on the market today and the, the jobs available, I mean, there's so many. There's there's gigs, portfolio careers, there's hybrid jobs. What what do you want to do? I I I don't know. I have several things, kind of, but I don't I don't know if I really want to do any of them. All right, tell um, us tell us one or two of your several kind of things. Um, part of me wants to start an anxiety disorder clinic. Um, that just specializes in anxiety disorders. That's it, um, using evidence-based treatment. Part of me wants to um, make desserts and treats for everybody on the planet. 
part of me. I'm kind of excited uh, by that one. I, I have I know. to admit. I, I'm actually going to go to your anxiety <laughs> disorder group and hope that there's lots of desserts there because that would actually see. There's, actually... Yeah, that you know what? You, you, hybrid. Hybrid. <laughs> yeah, J- Jenny. Th- this this is Kelly. One of the things I was going to say is, and I often recommend this to people who. Um, I want to say they're they're in the place that you're in right now is it's like literally like sit and close your eyes and visualize like what if you can't name where you want to start that next thing visualize what that first perfect next day at that new thing is and write down what are the things that you do want in that new opportunity and what's the stuff that you know, is the friction stuff in the place you are now that you're like, I want to leave it behind. As as one friend of mine, she used to call it her no fluorescent light list. She, you know, one side of the page, the column was, you know, the stuff like no fluorescent lights that she didn't want. And the other stuff was, what does you want more of? And it could be descriptive in terms of work environment, but it could also be descriptive in terms of tasks, responsibilities, skill sets, skill sets and, and the meaningful things that you've been doing in your job that you have now, and, and you may in that process find what are the transferable skills as well as are you going for an anxiety disorder clinic or are you going for, you know, I would say what's got Don and I, our eyes lighting up that, you know, the, you know, the sweets. Well, and, and it's interesting to me too, um, Kelly, because you said, Jenny, desserts for the world. Now, that, that was very specific and I picked up on that because it's very clear that through the job you're in now, through the anxiety clinic and making desserts for the world, you are very interested. There's a theme. You, you want to help people. You want to make the world a better place. You want people to live better lives. And I think you need to tap into that and, and think about your job now. Um, and, and even if it's 5%, 10%, where do you lose yourself in your job right now that you're like, wow, if I could spend all day doing that, that would be awesome. Um, because I think that's going to be a clue. And then you know, the best thing about about figuring out what you want to do is that clarity comes through action. So find an anxiety disorder clinic. Talk to the people. What are their challenges? What's their day really like? I mean, are they really helping people? Or are they spending it all day doing administrative stuff or legal stuff or paperwork? You know, find somebody who makes desserts for, for weddings or parties or, you know, as a bakery and find out are they are they actually getting to interact with the customers? Because I think you I, I just no, I don't know you very well. I don't hardly know you at all. But um <laughs> I feel like if you were behind the scenes and you weren't interacting with people, you would not like that that job. And why do these two things need, I keep coming back to why do these two things need to be separate? Uh, hybrid job. <laughs> you know what? So, no, think about this. Like, you know, is there any evidence with anxiety disorders how an activity such as baking Ooh. could help them? Oh, I sure. like I like where this is going. Uh-huh. I like where this is going. And what we what we what we always say is is you don't have to wait to be selected. You don't have to wait for people to choose you or to say this is okay or this has been done before. Hey, you know, try it. And I don't know how much flexibility you have in your current job, but no one says you can't start trying this on a small scale to see how it feels. And you might say, "Wow, yep, this is it." Or you might say, Wow, this is nothing like I thought. But also keep in mind that that you know you've got a long career ahead of you. You don't whatever you do next is what you do next. You may decide in ten years you want to do something else, and that's okay. So don't put all the pressure on you that if I change careers now, this is it. This is the only thing. Um, I I like I really like the the anxiety clinic that bakes for the world. I'm I'm liking that. I think you should go out and snag the the website. And start and start working on it today because <laughs> and I, I'm going to get anxious and fly out there and sign up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome, Jenny. I I wish you all the best. And and here's the thing: thank you for doing the work you do because you are clearly helping a lot of people in the world figure things out. And um, I'm excited for what's to come because when you have a passion like that, only good things can come from it. So, Jenny, thank you so much for giving us a call on Career Talk. Hey, we're here with Kelly Hoey, the author of Build Your Dream Network. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham, and you are thinking, why are we not going to the pre-break quiz where we're going right now? Quiz. <laughs> There's a quiz? Okay, Dion's going to hate this, but people lose about eight pounds of these each year. People lose about eight pounds of these each year. If you think you know, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk 
on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. Hey, go ahead and jump or switch. Hey, if you haven't checked out my new book, Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and See Success, it is on Amazon. And if you've read it and you've enjoyed it, hey, why not share it with somebody else? You just might be the network contact that leads them to their next great opportunity. And speaking of networking, we are here with the author of Build Your Dream Network, Kelly Hoey. And we are talking all about how to network, to build your dream. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. Dream Team in Studio. We're taking your calls all hour long at 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Hey, Kelly, where can people reach you if they'd like more information? Uh, my website is jkellyhoey.co, and there's a contact form on that that, guess what, comes right to me. Or find me over on Twitter, jkhoey. I'm also at Instagram at jkellyhoey. Uh, so any of those places, and publish regularly on Forbes, uh, and publish regularly on uh, LinkedIn. There's lots of places. So it's pretty much going to be hard not to find you. Like if people are not finding you, they're actively avoiding you. You know what? I, I, <laughs> someone reached out about my high school, um, a, you know, kind of uh, reunion, and I didn't get the message. And, and someone actually came back to me and they said, maybe they couldn't find you. And I really had to fall over laughing because, <laughs> you know, my, my parents still live, you know, at that time, they still lived about, you know, a block from my high school, which was the home they were in when I was in high school. My brothers are still in my hometown. I'm like, and I'm all over social media. I'm like, they couldn't find me. I, I think my high school memories have now been tracked. <laughs> well, hey, if you've not found Kelly, you do yourself a favor and find her on one of those platforms and get her book, Build Your Dream Network, because it will truly change your life. It will give you the ideas that will create opportunities. And um, I do want to answer the pre-break quiz, but I want to spend the second half of the show because it always goes by so fast, giving people more concrete things they can do. Because mm-hmm. I, I understand it took me years, actually, maybe even decades to I'm an introvert and I thought, well, you know, I, I have good performance. I've done a lot of great jobs and that's going to be enough. And, you know, somebody said to me, it was actually Carla Harris, who's been on the show. She's like, you know, a lot of decisions happen when you're about your career, when you're not in the room. So if you're you're not branding yourself, if you're not networking and, and I'd been networking for a long time. But but that that brought it home for me is like, wow, there's opportunities that I'm missing that, you know, others are getting because they're networking and branding themselves. And so yeah, what, what are you giving people to talk about when mm-hmm. your back is turned and you know, are you being decent to the receptionist, uh, the secretary, the admin assistant who's talking mm-hmm. to the boss every day? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, yeah, exactly. Are you helping your colleagues so when they're in another meeting, they're like, God, I got this done because so-and-so in accounting mm-hmm. and I'm over in finance, you know, help me out. What are you doing? How are you mm-hmm. living your life so when the doors are closed... People have something good to say about you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I do want to talk about tactics because there are things, if you're listening, you can do today. You might think, I don't have a network, but point one, you do. You have a lot of people you know, and if you really just stop and think about it, think about your, your former classmates, think about your neighbors, think about the parents you talk to on the sidelines of your kids' games, think about the people you, you see at weekly services, the people you, you knew on the last board you were on, the people who worked with you three jobs ago. I mean, these people are out there and sometimes it's just one reconnection that opens the door to everything. 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. Let's answer the pre-break quiz. So, all right, people lose about eight pounds of these each year. Dion. I've got a follow-up question. Okay, fair enough. All right. Is it eight pounds total or just eight pounds per person? Oh, okay. Good question. Um, you lose eight pounds. I lose eight pounds. Kelly, oh. Michelle, everybody loses Oof. eight pounds. Okay, my answer is, is my first answer is wrong because I was thinking keys, but um... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. But who's carrying around eight pounds of keys? But, that, but that's what I'm saying. If it's eight pounds total, then if you add everybody's keys up that that they lost. Could be eight pounds. Uh, it's a lot, be, a lot of socks out of the dryer. That'd be eight hundred <laughs> pounds of keys. But but yeah, no. I was gonna say if you're carrying around eight pounds of keys, you're not losing them because you would feel infinitely lighter. This is true. If you put them down, this is true. <laughs> so I'm going to say, going off the hint that you gave us, 
I'm gonna say candy corn. <laughs> what? Wow. You're losing candy corn. The listeners don't even know what the hint I did was. give Dion a hint. I did give Dion a hint, and I realized I totally misled him. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I said it's. I was kind of going to wait to do this one closer to Halloween, um, hence the candy corn. So there is a good rationale for that. But <laughs> I will say, I, in, in true form of my bad pre-break quizzes, my hint was probably misleading. I'm sorry, Dion. Then that's not a hint. Yeah, I know. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I failed. Again, please, listeners, please send me better quizzes. I beg you. <laughs> At Dr. John Graham, tweet him. Uh, Michelle. I'm going to guess um, hair. Final answer. <laughs> I know. You sounded like you were going to say something no, else. No, just hair. That's my... I, I probably lose. I mean, how often I cut my hair? Maybe. You know, that's a really good answer. And you're so close. Uh, you're so close. Close means wrong. No, but she, I, I don't know. You, you actually might be half right. But oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Kelly in it. Now that Kelly's got the the hint. Now that candy corn's been taken. Yeah. That's an answer. <laughs> I love it. Dion and I would be like on Family Feud and losing like every time. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and as soon as you said eight pounds, I'm like, everyone wants that off their their, their waistline. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I, all I could think of was was um, like liquid sweat. That's all I could think of in terms of eight pounds, and maybe because it's hot today. That's yeah, eight pounds just today in Philly. It's ninety five. Um, but yeah, it's it is a it is a body thing. So it is dead skin cells. <laughs> so so I. Yeah, over a 24-hour period, you lose almost a million skin cells. Where This is even grosser. Where do they all go? That dust that collects on your tables, TVs, windowsills, and picture frames is made mostly of dead human skin cells. In other words, your house is filled with former bits of yourself. That's so I know. gross. I, that's so gross. Which is the Halloween reference. You get mm-hmm. it? Yes. Yeah. No, all right. Let's I'm go sorry. back to candy corn. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back there. <laughs> Everyone, dust, dust. Um. I love it. This is exfoliate people Exfoli- and then vacuum. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try and do better next week, but y'all know I won't. So, 844 Wharton, 844 942 7866. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM Channel 132. We're talking about my favorite topic, which is networking, and we are going to go to tactics let's talk about tactics let's just talk about kelly some things you can do right now today to to take steps forward to becoming a natural networker and making it part of your routine like like you wouldn't exercise routine or health or other things mm-hmm. let's go there uh okay first thing i do is think about how you're spending your time mm-hmm. so pull up your calendar and take a look at how you're spending your time and the first thing I'd look at is is the big things where you've you've had to give up an evening or a weekend and pause and think to yourself, does this relate to anything I'm really interested in? Or have I been doing this for so long that I can actually keep the connections and keep the momentum if I give this role to somebody else and I Ooh. step out of it, Ooh, right? Yes. You know, when you meet people who have been on a board of directors or they've been head of some PTA committee for the last 10 years, it's like, do you need to keep doing that? you got a great network there. You're a known commodity. Mm-hmm. Pass the reins. Give yourself some more time to, to build a network somewhere else. Yes. Check your habits. That's what I'm going to say. Like that, that means to me as I'm thinking about it. Check your habits. Are you going to meeting, even like in your own workplace, can you send a direct report to that meeting? Are there, are there places where you're using your time that you don't need to? I love that. And, our, and also, too, is think about our conversation before is like, what are people saying about you when the doors are closed? Mm-hmm. Gosh, if you've got, if you're sending your disciples, you know, sending, sending your coworkers, sending your colleagues, giving them opportunities, you're raising their profile and your profile is raising, you know, as well. I love that. And, and that's something I think you could do right away today, too, is start start um, recognizing your coworkers or people in your life, whether it's on social media, whether it's in staff meeting. Yeah, hey, you did a really great job on that and like sharing it with others. I mean, that means a lot. And it takes about two seconds to spend time doing that at, right. at a it meeting. It takes no time at all. So the next thing I do, if you're sitting there looking at your calendar, uh, you have probably got some appointments and other things that you've been listing in there. Um I would say the next thing I do, which is 
for me, the number one networking mistake is the failure to follow up. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's your calendar for the past week, the past month, you pick the time period. And I want you to find people to follow up with. And don't feel like, oh, my God, Kelly, Dawn, I haven't talked to this person in, you know, three months. Guess what? All of us have busy, complicated, messy lives. Send the note. I don't care if it's a email or a handwritten note, but if it's an email, make it feel like the handwritten note and follow up. If someone helped you with an informational interview, follow up. What happened in that interview? What's been the outcome? Did someone help you land a job? Gosh, go back and let them know that it happened. You know, someone, whatever, someone made a connection and that connection didn't come through, reach back out and let that person know, listen, Mm -hmm. you made a great introduction. I haven't heard from Bob. I'm really hoping, you know, just wanted to let you know, you've got to do that. So find someone, some of you may find a lot of people, find someone to follow up with. I like that. And find, and even just, you know, find someone to thank, even if it's Mm -hmm. something that that's from years ago. So, you know, I was just thinking about this and I just, you know, you were really instrumental in that. And I just wanted to send you a quick email or take advantage of the emails that are already coming. Like, so for example, we just got an email about number of people who've been promoted and, you know, I knew one of them hadn't talked, emailed her right away and say, hey, I just got this email. You got promoted. Congratulations. I mean, takes two seconds. But these opportunities are everywhere. And and literally, if you just slow down and pay Mm -hmm. attention and say, how can I take this to the next level? You will you will get there. Hey, we're going to go to Monica in Arizona. Welcome to the show, Monica. What's on your mind today? How are you? Great, Monica. (laughs) Hi, Monica. Um, You're going to have to add me to your freaking caller list now. Um, but here's my question. I know you love switchers and I'm in the middle of not a career transition, but just a job, uh, transition. I've been in banking for several years, but now I want to, um, my company is working on an initiative to uh, promote mental health. Um, because they have noticed that it's a growing disability in our work, in mm-hmm. our field of work. Um, so I'm going to take my background from finance. And I started working on a map. Great. That's awesome. Monica? But, I think we're losing yeah. you, Monica. So make sure you turn your radio down and... Okay. I think we lost Monica on that one. Sorry, Monica. But but just to tag on to what you're saying, you're in banking, you want to go into mental health. So there are some, we do love switchers. So thank you for giving us a call. Um, there are some careers, obviously, that you need to have certain credentials and, and education. So it sounds like you're moving into something with mental health. And that's one of those that you're going to need to go to school and you need to get licensed in your state. Um, and um, I also think the cool thing about mental health, if that's a career you're looking to switch into, is that that's one of the fields where you have the opportunity to do practicum and internships and gain that that real world experience. And I think that's so important if you're using education as a stepping stone to your switch is to make sure you're getting that applied experience. Because what we know is that education's great. You'll build your network. You'll get the lingo down. You'll get all of these things. But employers are really going to still ask you, what have you done? What have you achieved? What have you accomplished? So make sure as you're getting that degree, Monica, that you are going and getting that applied experience, making those connections, reaching out so that when you end that degree and you're ready to look for a job, you've already established a network. You've already established connections. You already know where you want to go. So we wish you all the best, Monica. Sorry we lost you on that. We're going to go to Brent in Florida. Welcome to the show, Brent. Hi, how y'all doing? Great. What's on your mind today, Brent? Great. So I've noticed when it comes to networking, a lot of people have kind of a false misconception what it actually means. I'll get a lot of people reaching out to me, just telling me what they do and how they could take my money, basically. And I, I want to flip that and ask you guys, <laughs> how do you network out to somebody and actually provide value and show them that you're looking out for their interests instead of coming off as spammy and pitchy? So are sense. you networking in a sales like you're trying to sell, you're trying to build clients. What is your context, Brent? I actually, I'm a social media market marketer by trade. I run a business where I teach people how to market themselves on social media. So this is actually a 
huge mistake that I see a lot of people coming at me with. So I want to flip it around and teach clients how to propose their networking solution a little bit more proper. You know, the, the, the case study I'm going to refer to in the book, and it's one with a job search, um, is Jessica Peltzatulov, who was looking for a job in a really hideous market. It was, you know, kind of the post 9-11. And she cut through, you know, the silence of no jobs by doing a lot of research and putting herself in these shoes and solving the problem of the person she was reaching out to. Generic, as you've talked about before on on the show, Don, you know, generic cover letters, generic resumes, generic outreach brand that, hey, I've got this and I can solve your problem. You've got to get hyper specific and put yourself in the shoes of the other person. What's top of mind for them? What's their problem? How can you show them that you understand their problem and that you are positioned to help them? Because otherwise, you're right. It is spammy. It's like an unwanted proposition in a bar. It's like not what you want. Uh, you know, the, I'm looking at Don. You're a new <laughs> author. You know the spammy stuff we get now. Well, hey, you were looking at me at the, un, the unwanted proposition in a bar. And I'm like, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> But, you know, you know, I say that the people who think that, you know, hey, Kelly, I can increase your followers on Instagram and the stuff that I get now, rather than someone coming and saying, hey, I, I really like this campaign you did. I saw that it had this lift. Did you think about doing this? You know, here's some ways that maybe, you know, give show the person you understand the problem and give them some valid solutions. And then they're going to want to start a conversation. Yeah, I, I think that really works, Brent, because I have a lot of people reaching out about, you know, I want to get on Career Talk. And, um, you know, they say, we just came out with this new new breast pump and I think it's perfect for your show. And I'm like, okay, you clearly, not, I mean, the most bizarre things I get that you clearly have not <laughs> listened to the show. But then there are people who say, you know, I've heard these guests and I've heard this. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay attention because you get you get my listeners and that's what I'm here for my listeners not not to promote you know people in general so I want my listeners to get great value um, the other thing is just to kind of tie back to the topic we've been talking about I will also pay attention if somebody I know and trust introduces that person so I think that needs to, and I know it takes more time and I know it requires an ask and vulnerability but I think that's going to be where you build momentum because that network will grow your, your um, brand will grow and it will it will build over time. There's no fast way, and, and Kelly, you say this, and it's a great way to end the show. There's no way to hack networking and relationships. There's just not. So, Brent, thank you so much for giving us a call. We're wrapping up the show. Kelly, one more time, where can people reach you and get your fantastic new book, Build Your Dream Network? The book's everywhere. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, 800 CEO reads, like, shout out to all, all those folks who have been amazing. Uh, so you can find it in all those places. Find me on Twitter, J-K-Hoey, H-O-E-Y, on my website, jkellyhoey.co. And, uh, you know, hey, you're going to be finding me on iTunes talking to Dr. Dawn when this gets out on iTunes. So find me there, too. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> it's been fabulous having you in studio today. I feel like I've been talking to an old friend. I'm so excited you came down. I love your book and I encourage everybody to get it. Build your dream network. Michelle and Dion, you make this show so fun. The answer is not candy corn, but all of a sudden I have a craving for candy corn. You've been listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM Channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and we will see you next time.